Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to talk about pornography. We don't talk about it much, but it's uh, everywhere, and more people than you might think are addicted to it. And yes, it is an addiction. And maybe you or someone you know struggles with this. Uh, Certainly the advent of the Internet has made it all more accessible. But pornography has been around for a long time, and a lot of men, and yes, women, too, live with this. But if you struggle with pornography and want to rid yourself of this scourge, uh, we want you to know that healing is possible, and we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director back with us once again, Father Jeremy Plouffe. Father Jeremy is a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, pastor of three parishes in the diocese. Father Jeremy Plouffe, welcome back. Great to have you back on the program today. I appreciate that a lot, Chuck. It's good to be back, and it's good that uh, Minnesota and hopefully other areas of the country are finally starting to warm up. We've had bitterly cold weather for a long time now. Yeah, we're in the Midwest here in St. Louis, and it's been bad enough here, and so I can't imagine what it's like north, but we also have a son, his family, they lived in the Austin area, so they've been going through everything that uh, everybody's been going through uh, in Texas as well. So for all of you in Texas, we're praying for you, and I hope you uh, can get through this uh, in good health and uh, be safe and everything that's going on. So, But hey, Father Jeremy, great to have you back with us today. We are going to talk about pornography as we uh, do every day. We'll open up our phone lines inviting you and our listening audience to join us on the program. We'll do that here in just a minute or two. But Father Jeremy, uh, get us started. I mean, the reality is uh, pornography is uh, really everywhere. And um, I, I talk with a lot of priests. I have a lot of priests who are good friends. And I know when they talk to me, um, they don't get real specific. I understand that. But they hear a lot about pornography. Do I presume that you hear a lot about that as well? You know, absolutely. And and I, I think just generally we can say, and, and this might be a, a big part of, of the grace that comes from being a parish priest and, and being with people in, in their everyday lives, is that we tend to hear about, we the priests tend to hear about exactly what the culture is obsessed about. What, whatever is going on in the culture filters pretty quickly into just conversations with local parish priests, and, and certainly into confession as well. And, and so certainly I think um, while you, know, you, you might assume that priests, especially parish priests, are somewhat disconnected from society since church tends to be what we might call polite society, I, I think rather the opposite is more the case that uh, priests have their finger on the pulse of society because we tend to hear pretty quickly whether it's from parents uh, who have uh, discovered what their children are struggling with 
or just the common parishioner who comes to the priest understandably with, here's what's going on in my life, priests pretty quickly tend to uh, uh, hear exactly what, what's going on in the culture at large. And, I mean, we talk about it being everywhere. Certainly the um, advent of the Internet has has uh, made this worse. It's a, it's a billion-dollar industry. I mean, I should have looked it up this morning, but the money involved in this uh, in pornography is beyond really anything that we we can imagine. That certainly drives it for everybody producing it, but the, the harm it's causing is really extraordinary. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think the stats... Speak for themselves as terrifying as the statistics. Excuse me, as terrifying as the statistics are, not just in terms of, as you were saying, Chuck, uh, the amount of money spent on it, especially through the internet, but when you read statistics about how much t- internet time is is spent on pornography, you know how much time uh, e- each individual computer spends uh, looking at uh, pornography, whether still images or videos. It's staggering, it's terrifying, it's shocking to see uh, how much bandwidth on the Internet is spent seeking out and viewing pornographic images or videos. It's, it's, it's really something that, that makes one sit up and pay attention of, wow, this really is a cultural obsession. Yeah. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director. Let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us. Uh, Toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149, talking about pornography today. And your experience uh, with this addiction, what is uh, that like for you? And have you been able to find the help and healing uh, you need in dealing with it? And uh, we invite you to call in. Feel free to call in anonymously if you want to do that. Uh, I would tell you that someone listening today probably needs to hear your story. So again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149, our email address, com. And I think I want to ask you, Father Jeremy, is is healing possible from this? Oh, absolutely. And and, and certainly, and like there there's so many things we can point to in, in and I hope we get into later, uh, stories of saints that, that have worked through with, with people uh, and, and who themselves have struggled. Uh, but, but I think just in terms of answering your question directly, Chuck, healing, very much possible and very much uh, uh, to be expected, but, but also to be expected, and I want to bring in a saint right away here, Saint Thomas Aquinas, who I, I love to say just in a kind of a tongue-in-cheek sort of a way, possibly the most intelligent saint the Church has ever seen, St. Thomas Aquinas. And St. Thomas Aquinas would tell us if we're struggling with this addiction, or any addiction for that matter, St. Thomas Aquinas w- would ask us to consider the same way we deal with New Year's resolutions, or now Lent resolutions, that bumps in the road or, or potholes in the road or difficulties in achieving that goal are not only understandable, but to be expected. So lots of times parish priests hear people say, Father, I've decided today I'm coming to confession maybe, or I'm telling you, Father, with, you know, maybe to pray for me or through spiritual direction, I'm done with pornography, I realize it needs to go. And that's a wonderful place to be, that decision where you say, I want to get rid of this. And so one of the things that I do as a parish priest, as, as well as par- parish priest the world over, I'm sure, is we we tell everybody, hey, don't let a bump in the road stop you from this resolution, right? When we have an addiction to alcohol or to pornography or whatever, it's going to take a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of hard work 
to get rid of it, and certainly falling back into the addiction even one time is, again, not only understandable, but expected because it takes a lot to build up new habits, and that's where St. Thomas Aquinas comes in. He talks to us a lot, St. Thomas Aquinas, in his writing, about habits are some things that are done continually, and to break old habits or start new habits is going to take a lot of very intentional work, and falling short of those goals, falling back into old habits or not doing the new habit every day is expected because it takes so much hard work. So if you are interested in healing, that's awesome. That's a huge part of success right there, just to say, I want to get rid of an addiction to pornography. And so be ready that not only is it going to take hard work, but the church is there with you in expecting that, hey, you're going to need help along the way, and that's not something to be ashamed of. That's something that's human. Father Jeremy Plouffe, our spiritual director, talking about pornography today. And we, we want to point you in a direction if you're struggling with, uh, with this addiction. And so, Father Jeremy, can we say to anybody who wants more help, start with their parish priest. Start there so he gets involved in the conversation, maybe in confession, but help him point, point the way forward. I think it's an excellent place to start. And, and the parish priest is, is not only a good place to start for confession of, of, of the sin of pornography. That's a great place, of course. But also, the priest can also be aware that, you know, we can check in uh, on you and, and, and be an accountability person. And not only that, is, is priests have, of course, conversations with one another, one priest to another, where we We've not only talked about best practices from our seminary training and from our ongoing experience, but we also know of other outside resources, whether maybe it's a group of people in a neighboring parish or in our own parish that works through this just as a chummy sort of a way, but we also know professional counselors, if it is needed, that we can direct you to, and other resources as well. And I think a priest has, again, their finger on the pulse of all the resources that are out there, not simply confession, although that's a bedrock foundation to start with, but other very natural things that we need to help us get rid of this addiction. Yeah, and there's lots of uh, resources out there. I'm going to give you one today. If you're looking for help, uh, I would point you to a website, ReclaimSexualHealth.com. ReclaimSexualHealth.com. This is run by uh, Jeannie and Bruce Hahnemann, and they've been friends of Relevant Radio from the beginning for a long, long time here on the network. And I was actually talking with Jeannie uh, this morning, uh, Father Jeremy. She said something really interesting to me. And she said that they are starting to see an increase in the number of retired men in particular, but a number of older older men who now are retired don't have as much uh, uh, to do and time on their hands, and they're discovering the Internet. And so they're starting to see... Uh, pretty significant increase in the use of pornography among senior citizens and particularly among men. And I was uh, really kind of shocked by that, but it really makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, I think there's um, an old uh, saying, an old axiom that uh, idle minds are the devil's playground. And and, and there's something to be said to that. You know, once we have free time, whether it's through retirement or, or a vacation from school or a vacation from work or, or whatever it might be, even 
with uh, quarantining in the current pandemic, where sometimes we just have uh, seen people with two weeks where they have to be away from work or school because of a possible exposure to a virus. They just have spare time on their hands. And, and, and there's something that the church has, has been meditating on for some time now about uh, how it's easy to condemn our current generation and say we are the most sinful generation in history. And, and I mean, I, I don't speak to whether or not that's true, but there's something to be said about with ease of access, as you said at the top of the show, Chuck, with Internet access and the anonymity that that provides where you're just in your own home or own room looking at a computer screen, uh, there's something to be said of ease of access where it's just whether it's idle time or or the ability to access something that other generations might not have been able to access or would not know where to access it's just so prevalent and so easy to get to that that it's it certainly makes sense what you're saying uh from reclaimsexualhealth.com yeah and again that website re- reclaimsexualhealth.com and uh, we'll uh, get it up on our social media and we'll also uh, try to uh, mention that again before we get off the air today talking today about pornography what's uh, your experience with this addiction what is uh, that like for you and have you been able to find the help and healing that uh, you need in dealing with it and uh, if you call in feel free to do that anonymously but I'm going to tell you again someone listening today probably needs to hear your story Father Jerry Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director. Toll-free number if you would like to join us, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll get to some phone calls. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke, chapter 9, verses 22 through 25. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? You can find all the daily readings at RelevantRadio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at RelevantRadio.com slash Forrester. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper answering your phone calls. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director. Father Jeremy is a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, pastor of three parishes there in the diocese and talking today about pornography. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. 888-914-9149, our email address, life 
at RelevantRadio.com. But as we talk about uh, pornography, your experience with this uh, addiction, and yes, it is an addiction, and I hope you understand that if you're struggling with it. But um, what's it like for you, and have you been able to find any help or healing uh, in dealing with it? And certainly feel free to call in anonymously. Today, we want to respect uh, you and, and certainly your story. But again, I'm going to say it again. Someone listening today probably needs to hear your story. And we'd uh, love to have you join us. Again, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. So, Father Jeremy, uh, lots of phone calls here. Let's uh, head there. And David, listening in California, you are up first. Thanks for the call. Welcome to the program today. Yes, uh, Father, I think this is a a great uh, segue into something that needs to be talked about. Uh, You know, people usually think about uh, drug addictions, and they don't really think about pornography as an addiction. And uh, I was one of the people that used to judge other people that had addictions uh, that were drug use and stuff like that. But I really got hooked into this uh, pornography thing just by a simple email and came to my email first as a, a dating site, but they're linked to dating sites. So I just happened to click on it out of curiosity, and it leads to other things. And I will tell you that it uh, it affects your life uh just on the time that it takes away from you, if you have to do things or, or at work, you find yourself uh, using even your lunch hour just to look at it, and uh, it 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 uh, it'll affect your your marriage because your 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 intimacy is lessened with your spouse. Um, and I I'm just tired of it. So I was curious when I heard this, heard you speak about it, but. Uh, I would have to say that Father Rocky, with uh, his doing the rosary, and I, I use that as as a way to kind of get away from it, to pray for myself and and uh, do the rosary every day. So what I'm doing for Lent, and it's not easy, but I'm trying to give up that for Lent and uh, doing the, the the things that Father Rocky has said we should do for Lent. Um, and uh, that that's where I'm at right now. So it's a, it's a it, anybody can be sucked into it. I was never like this, um, and now I I'm dealing with it myself. David, uh, thank you so much, and and I want to be uh, the first to say uh, thank you for bravely, uh, very intentionally using this word bravely, uh, telling us uh, your struggle, your story, and and even how. It's not uh, isolated to just uh, 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 time in front of the computer about how you said you're thinking about it at other times or lunch breaks or even affecting your marriage. It's really, really, really brave of you to say. And so it sounds like you were saying this is a, a recent thing that started with you and, it's, and you've noticed how it affects other areas of your life. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so thank you for saying that. And, and I think that's it's very true where it, it doesn't only, uh, you know, thinking about it at other times, whether at work or affecting, as you said, the intimacy of a marriage. But I, I think even further, it, it, it leads us to use other people. Uh, and, and I think St. John Paul the Great, former pope, uh, would say this is one of the gravest things, uh, is that not only the, the, the lust involved with pornography, but how it, it simply affects other areas of our life and leads us to think about using people rather than recognizing other people as uh, saved by the precious blood of Christ and, and made by God Almighty. So 
I, I wish you well in your struggle, and I would even recommend that uh, what Father Rocky is, is recommending and doing with the rosary, that's a huge, huge, wonderful thing to start. And even with simple things of, uh, you know, many saints have talked about the, the demons and the devil himself tremble when a humble Christian makes the sign of a cross. And so if you find yourself in the middle of, of work or if you find just in that, like, rosary can't happen right now, I'm, I'm occupied with driving my car even, recall that, that the powers of hell tremble when a humble Christian simply makes the sign of the cross. And so large things, uh, small things both, uh, really, really wonderful medicine. And, and thank you so much, David, for sharing your story. Uh, the only thing I want to add is is remember what I said earlier, that even if there's a bump in the road or a fall back into this addiction, don't let that stop you from, from your noble effort. Yeah. David, do you feel like you're making some progress at all? Yes, I was listening the other day to Timory. That's another uh, host that you yeah. have on your show, and she brought on this uh, this uh, um, it's it's a therapist that's not a nun, but she's something else. And uh, she was talking about this also. She says, you know, you have three seconds to deny it or 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 a uh, go for it, and and in those three seconds, it's you have to practice. Uh, denying it ahead of time so that when it hits you in those three seconds, you know, do something different, pop up or pray or like Father says, make the sign of the cross. I already do that. That's that's exactly correct. Or I'll try to distract myself. She says, but that's how powerful it is. In three seconds, you have to make a decision to either go away from it or do something different and it'll help you. Very nice. And and thank yeah. you on, on behalf of others listening for giving great advice, David. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, David. Appreciate uh, you sharing your uh, story with us uh, today. God bless you. Lots of people praying for you as uh, you move forward. Thanks again for joining us. Let's head to Arizona. Joyce is listening there. Hello, Joyce. Welcome. You're on the air with Father Jeremy Plouffe. Good morning. Thank you so much for addressing this topic. And as I had shared with the um, to answer the phone that I have uh, had two failed marriages um, over this issue of uh, pornography as being one of the core issues. And what I, um, neither of them were going to work on their issues and were in denial, so I had to uh, just trust God that He had something better for me. Um, anyway, I found, I found in my desire to grow in holiness a group of women that understand that it's the woman who, who has the wife that suffers from their husband's porn addiction is often forgotten. They focus so much on the man that the woman has been, like myself, has post-traumatic stress because the trust has just been shattered. And what I uh, found some support in was this woman who is a uh, Christian therapist who's written extensively on this topic to give women support on healing the wounds of sexual betrayal in your spouse. And it's called Intimate Deception. It's her story of healing and recovery. And I highly recommend this book to the wives of husbands that suffer with pornography addiction because they too are not just, quote, codependent, but they have the effects of this uh, addiction that go very, very deep. Joyce, uh, thank you. And, and I think that's an important point to bring up, that it's not simply uh, the, the man or woman 
who is addicted to pornography that needs our prayers and, and reaching out to, but, but also the people in their lives that are affected by this. And I think it's really, really brave of you as well uh, to, to bring up this side of the story. And, and again, this is what St. John Paul the Great uh, would talk about as well, is, you know, this is, you know, using people not just in pornography, but the effect that this has on others in your life. Uh, and and I, I'm really, really glad that you brought this up. And so I, I hope that uh, you know, there's, there's a way that you can, that sounds like you're, you're working on, on healing of, of yourself from having seen this in, in a husband. And so I, I wonder, it, it, would you be able to encourage others with similar stories of like, hey, there, there's a way to heal yourself. There's a way that uh, there's, there's resources out there. Would you be able to say to all of us listening <clears throat> who might have had similar situations, we, we know someone what would you recommend if we know someone to, who has pornography addiction? Would you be able to recommend something? Yes, I do. I would recommend getting this book, Intimate Deception, by this very courageous Christian woman who was married to a pastor who betrayed her over and over again, and she had such a heart for God and stuck it out, trying to just do everything she could until our good father read her out, but it's understanding the wounds of sexual betrayal, and it's a healing book. It's called Intimate Deception by Dr. Sherry Keffer. That would be a good place to begin. Well, and it sounds like you're saying the there's problem, hope. There is much hope, a much hope in healing, and the problem is that the, when I, my first husband had this issue, and that was I, I saw it as a codependent issue when I, I never even looked at the trauma bonding because what we do as women, we bond to our men and when there's this constant trauma because some things happen, they act out in ways that are inappropriate, ungodly, and we want to be good wives and be there for them and we end up getting uh, traumatized. And no one likes to talk about this, but this is a real internal pain and wound it's referred to as a post-trauma wound and it's trauma bonding that we have with these men and husbands that have this addiction and it needs to be understood to as women seeking god's will in our lives that we can set healthy holy boundaries to help them on their path without being um further traumatized by their addiction yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that. Joyce. Uh, thank you. And again, the, the name of the book, uh, Joyce Recommending Man, Intimate Deception. I might add, too, I mentioned the website earlier, ReclaimSexualHealth.com, our friends Jeannie and Bruce Hahnemann, who work in this area. And uh, talking to Jeannie this morning, they're starting a new program next week specifically for women, and it's called Navigate the Trail. And it's um, just a program that's going to be designed for women dealing with the wounds of pornography um, that their husbands have inflicted on them and, and so many times uh, their family. So it's called Navigate the Trail. Again, that website, ReclaimSexualHealth.com. Joyce, uh, God bless you. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us. We appreciate that a lot. Let's head to New Hampshire. Mark listening there. Hello, Mark. Uh, welcome to The Inner Life, and you're on the air with Father Jeremy. Yes, hi. Hey, Father. How are you? Um, I'm well, thank you, Mark. I, thank you. yeah, I had a, I had a problem with this. I had a, was, um, it was been a few years ago now, but I, my wife had a job where she traveled a lot, so I had a lot of free time on my hands, and 
fell into this, you know, pit of vipers that pornography is, and she found out, and we, you know, I made, I promised the world that I would never do it again, and lo and behold, I did it again. She found out, and I came home from work one day, and my bag was packed, and on the front stoop. So, um, by the grace of God, we stayed together, and she basically said, look, it's either me or your computer. And we had a, you know, a PC at the time. PC went in the trash. Um, you know, we just keep working at it, keep working at it. Um, this was probably four or five years ago, and I, I haven't, I haven't looked at it since. Um, one of the, one of the things that I do, that I do recommend for anyone who is, um, you know, battling with this is go to confession Go as many times as you have to and, you know, keep working on that and keep getting forgiveness. And also, whenever whenever I'm tempted, because in this world, you know, everything is just over-sexualized and just, you know, clothes that women wear sometimes and, you know, our minds start going is, I, 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 I start thinking of, of our Holy Mother and I, I say to myself, that's that's our, my holy mother right there. I've got to stop thinking about that woman like that, you know, because that's my holy mother. Um, so it, it it can be overcome, um, but it's it's difficult. And um, but don't give up hope because you can get over it. Mark, hmm. that is so much of what so gosh, I'm, I'm touched. That that's what so many people need to hear. You you said this this um. Uh, throwing the computer in the trash and, and the confrontation with your wife that you said that was five years ago. Is that what you said? About, yeah, I would say about that. Maybe, maybe a little more, you know, time kind of runs together, but yeah. Sure. I understand. Really, really. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think that's really something profound where lots of times we need a hero in our life that, that calls us out uh, on our own issues. And, and, and I, I bet uh, would you would you have been able to say even before your wife uh, called you out on that and had that confrontation? Would you have said before that, "Yes, I know this is a problem. I know I need to stop." Um, no. See, no. And, and I think that's wonderful, and thank you for such an honest answer. I, I think that's so wonderful that you know, in divine providence, your wife and and bless her heart was able to say to you, "Look, this, you know, I'm putting my foot down." This has to stop. And and I love everything about what you were saying, Mark, of go to confession, keep going to confession, keep getting forgiveness. So important. And I, I think uh, parish priests, I don't think I'm alone in this, where there's parishioners at essentially every parish, I'm sure, that will say to priests time and time again, Father, you must roll your eyes when you see the confessional line again, and maybe even the same people in the line for confession and Mark, let, let me tell you that as a parish priest, whenever I see a, a confession line or an individual in line for confession, honestly, no joke, my thought is, oh, look at this, good Christians who want to be even better Christians. And, and, and that's what really helps us, I think, in the confessional line of like, this is not the walk of shame of like, oh, no, I need confession again. No, this is about good Christians who want to be even better Christians. And Golly, thank you for sharing with all of us this really personal story and, and really what a wonderful success it is, as you were saying, of keep going to confession, 
keep getting forgiveness, have that person in your life who can call you out on this. And I even think of when you were talking about the culture being highly sexualized and, and thinking about rather than using that person as, as a lustful glance or, or a lustful thought, think about Blessed Mother. And I think St. Catherine of Siena would be exactly uh, in your corner there, where, where St. Catherine, when, when she had difficulty being obedient to her parents, St. Catherine of Siena thought about, well, I'm going to pretend my mother is like Blessed Mother. I'm going to pretend that my father is like St. Joseph, and like Christ was obedient to his parents. I'm going to do the same. So thank you for everything about your story, Mark. Yeah. A really, really touching and, and inspiring story. Yeah, thank you, uh, Mark. We appreciate uh, you joining us. And I'm just going to have you uh, emphasize that again. When we do uh, programs on the Sacrament of Reconciliation, one of the objections is, oh, well, I don't know why I have to go, because I'm just going to fall again. I'm just going to do the same thing over and over again. And, you know, the answer to that is, yes, you're right. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> but when we talk about this addiction to pornography, yes, you might fall again, but what a source of healing in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Absolutely. And, and, and again, I want to say St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, possibly the most intelligent saint we've ever seen, said exactly that. We'll expect people to fall into old habits even as we're trying to form new ones. And that's exactly why we desperately try to form new habits. It takes a while. The old habit will die hard. It'll take a long time. But it's all the more important to seek out healing rather than just accept uh, a vice or a pain. Yeah. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director talking today about pornography, your experience uh, with this addiction. What has that been like for you, and have you been able to find the help and healing you need in dealing with it? If you'd like to join us, spend some time with us on the Inner Life toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you missed part of the program, you can listen to this show and any of your favorites on the Relevant Radio app or online at RelevantRadio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director on The Inner Life today. Father Jeremy is a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, a pastor of three parishes. They're in the diocese uh, talking about pornography today. A little bit of time left if you'd like to join us. Uh, if you've been able to find any hope, any help, any healing, uh, maybe in a struggle with pornography, we'd love to hear your story. If you'd like to join us, uh, toll-free number 888-914-9149. By the way, if you're joining us late, uh, lots of great information, great stories from our listeners today. If you joined us late, don't forget you can download the podcast uh, and hear the entire program. Just go to the website relevantradio.com, the Inner Life page, and you can download today's program, uh, really any of our programs. Uh, the program's uh, generally up in about 30 to 45 minutes after we say goodbye at the top of the hour. But um, great information, great stories, great hope from our listeners today here on The Inner Life. Father Jeremy, let's uh, head back to the phones. A lot of anonymous calls and uh, a lot of them from California, but let's start with uh, one of our anonymous, anonymous callers from California on line 10. Hello and uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Um, hi. Um, I, I was introduced to pornography as a very young child. It was, um, I guess, like a tool that was 
used by um, somebody that sexually abused me over a period of time. And I didn't know, um, being young, that it was wrong. And I was really kind of confused about it. Um, But as I got older and obviously learned that this isn't something that is appropriate, that is wrong, it's just been... um, a lifelong struggle to undo and to um, get away from it. Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I've all often wondered about my culpability, kind of being upset with God that this was allowed to happen and become a habit, habitual, and, and it's hard to to not to get free from but at the same time, it's like, why did God let this happen um, when, I don't know, no one was there to do anything about it? Yeah. Caller, um, thank you um, for sharing. This is, it's, it's, a tra- it's really hard. You know, th- these are really difficult things, and, and I'm so sorry to hear uh, about being abused and 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 um, being introduced to pornography at a young age, and the, I, I'm very very sorry, and and I think it's it's quite brave of you uh, to be able to share with us uh, on on the radio here, going through this. I'm I'm really really sorry. Uh, I, I'm I I don't want to ask any any questions because it sounds like a really difficult thing, and, and I'm sure it was. And so the the, I, I, the only thing I want to I want to make sure you know about, and maybe you already do is a very, very important saint uh, from the 20th century, very important saint, uh, Saint Maria Goretti. Maybe you've heard of her. Have you heard of her, caller, Saint Maria Goretti? I, I have, and, and maybe uh, you know then. Honestly, uh, well, hearing about that saint actually makes me um, really feel worse in some ways, because it's like I, I know her story and what she she was, you know, defended her her purity and things, and I don't know. It, it's like, did I not do enough? Was I complicit oh. in this? No, um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I certainly didn't make you. I, I certainly did not intend to make you feel worse, and I'm so sorry about that. Um, you're, you know, it, it's one of these things of when this was done, abuse was done. This is not your fault. This is not your fault, and and this is one of the huge tragedies of abuse and pornography is, is that it impacts us long-term. It has a very, very long-term impact. And, and I, I, I want to say to you, and, and as, I don't know, as direct a way as I can call her, this is not your fault. This is not your fault. And I hope you can, uh, through counseling uh, and, and professionals, that, that you can come to realize this is not your fault. And, and, and the Church would stand with you in saying this is not your fault if you were hurt by someone else and introduced to pornography at a young age and i'm so sorry to hear that this is not your fault this is not your fault at all yeah and there's so many great resources out there and again i'm going to mention this website it's the only one that i really know about it i just know of the success that they have but i'd really encourage you uh, just to do an internet search reclaim sexual health 
com and again Bruce and Jeannie Hahnemann and uh, they've just done great work in this area and uh, I think if you can contact them and I know you can that they just might be a little bit of a, a light at the end of the tunnel a little open doorway that maybe you can help uh, can help you walk on down the road but God bless you thank you for for joining us and um, and father Jeremy you can hear you can hear the her voice you can hear the wounds are deep aren't they yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and it's it's such a tragic thing to hear about uh, abuse or anything like this. It's it's heartbreaking, and and we see how when when things like pornography are relevant or prevalent, excuse me, or when abuse happens, it, it's so tragic because it it really does harm somebody, and it's so awful. And so our our heart goes out to uh, that caller, anonymous. And, and, yeah. and I, I truly hope she can seek uh, professional help and, and, and with the church, you know, recognize this is not her fault. Yeah. And healing is possible. We just want uh, to reiterate that again. Healing is possible. And certainly um, that can happen to all of us. Let's uh, take another phone call. Thanks again for the call. We appreciate it. Let's stay in California. Another anonymous caller. Thank you for the call. Welcome to the program today. Hi. Thank you for taking the call. Um First, I just want to um, I want to say sorry for what the, for the caller before me has been through. Uh, we'll keep her in our prayers. Yeah. And um, wonderful, thank I, you. Yeah, I just I just I just want to share. Um, I, I'm echoing the caller, Mark, what he said because my husband he's been he's um, like he was um, introduced to this uh, pornography when he was like young, like. It, like in like around thirteen, so he struggled with it, but never really um, acknowledged that it's a problem. So um, we we talk about it, and then after you know, like I keep, I don't really bug him, like that it's a problem. But it came to a point that um, I th- I I think I I heard of, um, a segment in relevant radio about pornography so i brought it up to him and then it's the time that he recognized that it is a problem so when he started going to confession and he as you said it's um it's a long time you have to decide that it's a problem and just keep going so we were we were laughing about it like uh that's what he said like the priests know me (laughs) And every time, oh, he, it's this guy again and saying the same thing again. <laughs> but, but yes, just keep on going to confession. And I, I pray the novena to Saint Joseph to help him, um, deal with it. And he said, um, yeah, it, it's what Mark said. It's uh, our culture. Like if you go out, you would see women dressed, you know, like in very little clothing, <laughs> and it's hard for him. And it, uh, when he he sees women, you know, it, he he says he prays the Hail Mary um, for them and for him, and he he goes to um, um, to our Blessed Mother. He he prays the Rosary constantly if he feels the um, the, the 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 urge to look at his phone and look at videos or pictures, and he. He got off social media because of all the pictures he sees, and yes, it's it's the first road. It, it's um, acknowledging and asking for help 
and um, just just constantly like what what you've been saying like if you fall then get back up again and try again he it it took him like a long time to finally um get over this addiction and during the process he he had nightmares and and he just always the rosary that's his weapon that's what he says so i just wanted to share my hus- husband some um struggle and, and, and with it and how he overcame it yes and 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 thank you for sharing that i, I do have a, a question for you caller if, if you're willing to answer i wonder if you could share with us uh you know it sounds like uh, you were able to forgive your husband even for for this struggle and, and work with him through it. As, as I, I, I think it's kind of touching how you said, you know, the priest. You, you can laugh about how the priests of the parishes know him and and recognize that this is a good thing that he's coming back to confession. And that that's huge, huge. It's wonderful, important. But could you tell us, like, is it uh, were you how, were you able to forgive him and 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 how that was able to happen? Um. Yes. Yes. Um. It's. Um. It's hard because it's it's um i don't i don't think our marriage was really like um it it was affected by this but after because i could see him how he's trying his best to 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 take this you know like remove this from his life and he he really tried and he's um so we went through this together it's I can't do it alone. Like if I keep on bugging him, it and he doesn't want to change. I can't do anything about it. But he, we walked through this together. It's it took a long time. It's like as I said, I keep on saying the novena to Saint Joseph for him. He doesn't know it at that time, but I keep on praying for him. And um, when he started to acknowledge and start to really like, so we're together. You know, like. Um, we prayed for it together. We we struggled through this together. So I'm really proud of him with what he's done, and it I think it made us like stronger after when when after he we went through this. It made our marriage and our like intimacy like it's it's a lot more than what we had before. Like okay. You know, and I think, caller, that's that's really touching to hear. As we've been saying time and time again on this show, healing is possible, and inspiring to hear how the two of you uh, struggling through this together and and praying for each other. And the, I mean, Saint Joseph, you know, the Novena to Saint Joseph. That's that's really wonderful. And I, I hope everyone can hear. How, you know, it is a struggle, a journey together. If one person in the marriage has a pornography addiction. Healing is possible, and and just your witness here, caller, yeah. to say we worked through this together. Yeah, I got to tell you, that is a great witness for all of us. That um, that sacrament of matrimony, the graces in that sacrament, Father Jeremy, you can hear it in the call, can't you? Oh, absolutely, and even even uh, the caller is a brave bravery to to be able to say, like, yes, I knew this was happening. I was praying without him knowing it, and sort of a. Uh, figuring out how do we talk about this together, how do we uh, make sure he goes to confession and I pray for him, or some couples it might be the other way around. 
it's it's really something special to be able to work through this yeah. together as as the sacrament of matrimony begs us. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks for calling in today. We are only about a minute away from wrapping things up. And a real quick, uh, we probably need more time for this, but one of our listeners uh, wondering if, uh, what you might recommend to uh, to mothers who think that their, their teenage uh, or young adult sons might be using pornography. Yeah, and, and, and it sounds like we need a whole other show, doesn't it, Chuck? Yeah. But yes, it's one of those things of we always tend to wait uh, uh, longer because we don't want to uh, introduce something to our children that they're not aware of or introduce the topic. And so if, if you suspect, you know, there's all sorts of resources for monitoring Internet use and so on, but also it, we, we cannot overestimate the importance of simply talking to the children in your family about saying, hey, we want to make sure when you're young that you're learning not to use people, and then as you're approaching adolescence, whether that's ending elementary school or beginning middle school, parents, you know, you know your children better than any of us do, to be able to take a brave step and, and dip your feet into the water to be able to say, hey, you know what, this is probably going to come up in your group of friends. Pornography is probably going to be talked about or you're going to be wondering about it yourself. And if we can just be brave enough to talk to the kids about this and be able to say this is really a dangerous thing that we don't want you involved in. Wish we had more time for that question. We do not. Father Jeremy, we have to wrap things up. And as you know, we like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Sure. Almighty God, who loves us more than we can imagine, be near to us as we struggle through our life of sin and help us to have the best blend so that we can celebrate worthily your Son's resurrection. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Jeremy Plouffe, thanks so much. A pleasure to have you with us today. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass, and we're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.